Roll it. I know you want to preach at oh, him no. about his password management and you're concerned you're about right, the, the Come on. you're concerned about the internal eternal state of his passwords okay internal soul is on the line no, no. hello world welcome to the church mag podcast the official podcast of church mag the home of church technology and all things geek with your hosts eric die jeremy smith and phil schneider it's time to level up the moment you've waited for it's time for church tech Let's do a knowledge one. Let's do one where we actually um, know some information, even if it's not the first time that we've talked about it. So, like, uh-huh. let's, I mean, let's be honest, talk about podcasting or let's talk about blogging, something like that that we've yeah. talked about before. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Church Wait, wait which one? Which one? I don't know. Wait, I'm going to wing it. We're winging it. Welcome to another episode of the Church. We're winging it. Welcome. You know what? Forget it. We're going to skip the intro. We're just winging it. Because Jeremy's like, hey, we should talk about something that we know because we just did an opinion podcast. So let's do something that we know. And then I was like, all right, let's go. And I start. And he's like, wait, wait, what are we talking about? I'm like, I don't know. We're just going to wing it. We're going to wing it. So this is this is us winging it. Phil's still on sabbatical. There we got that in. I'm Eric. We got Jeremy here. <laughs> we're, we're winging and it for blessing a while. Mbofu, which I think I can finally say. Yeah. Right. Am I saying it right? Blessing? Blessing Way, Mbofu. way much closer than you used to be. I'm glad, I'm glad you're not where you used to where you used to be, Eric. <laughs> oh, you know, those were dark days, my friend. Dark days. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd like to just think. Was it Greg that sent that? Yeah, Greg. Greg yeah. Simmons? Yeah. I, 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 it's Greg. Uh-huh. You know, I've just been playing that back mm-hmm. over and over. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Greg. Blessings been playing it back no, over and over um, again. <laughs> at least one American in those. So, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh jeremy jeremy said something like um stuff that we know about or i don't know it was sound like this is what came to mind it was some tools that we like to use uh-huh. to do what we do like and what do we do like we do we do media uh-huh. stuff a lot of it online and so i thought we maybe talk about some of our favorite tools or tools that um you've learned that you can't live without i don't know stuff like that so let me start with one and then maybe based on that, you guys might be able to think of something for your own. And that is the stupid tool. I say stupid tool because I resisted for so many years not to use it, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I think that I have to buy, I have to get the premium of a tool and not use the free one. The free one's been working fine. I've been planning to buy the premium of this tool for a year and a half now, or however long I've been using it. And I, I, just, I still haven't done it uh, because money also, because I'm really happy with the free version. So, like, why upgrade? Is it going to complicate my life? I don't know. It might. And that is the tool Grammarly. I'm sure you've seen it advertised a lot. You know that Grammarly uh-huh, tool? Uh-huh. It's amazing. It's amazing. In everything that I do, whether I'm writing a blog post, editing a blog post. Actually, uh, Allie uses it when she edits your guys' posts. She does the, the first, first touch edit on everything now. Uh, so, she uses that for for the first check when i'm when i'm uh, running my day job when i'm writing emails like it happens if i'm writing comments in uh our uh, project management application it's working in there like it's always working and it is nice it not only helps my atrocious spelling but then it'll also flag me on like grammar things which, which you didn't you know, think of grammar things if you write like you speak yeah i don't <laughs> I'm not the worst at knowing grammar things, but it's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I've, I've grown in that area, but yeah. not because I like it. Um, so, um, 
so yeah, I've and and over time, like I, I can't imagine doing not using it because I, I do enjoy it, and uh, it teaches you kind of as you go. Um, so it has good spell check and grammar. So that is a tool that I really like. I don't know. Have you guys used that at all? <laughs> I've taken. I mean, I've taken Grammarly for a spin, the free one, and thought, oh, I'd love to buy the pro or the full version. And I thought, uh, do I want to spend that much right now? <laughs> See, that's where I was at. Uh-huh. But then I've you've been using the free version long enough because uh-huh. um, I tend to write a little bit more like how I speak. So then that's grammatic errors and problems right there. I mean, the sentence I just said, terrible grammar. But no one notices because you're speaking, right? Um, and so, yeah, I find it, it – it's one of those things. And I don't like I said, I don't naturally – it's not a gifting. Like I can imagine the way you write – I mean, I've read your stuff, Blessing. Like I imagine – I mean, you're a good writer, so you don't probably need it quite as much. But Jeremy and yeah. I, sorry, Jeremy, Thanks. but it's true. Jeremy and I, we need that stuff. Am I right, I, man? You know, I mean, uh, you know, I got. I don't to... think I'm that good. Um, have you seen? Have you read Jeremy's stuff uh, and feel? I mean, he's he's amazing. Okay, well, you know why I originally got into blogging and wanting to write. The reason I started writing content, not necessarily um, blog, well, yeah, blogging, because you can do different kinds of content, is I wanted to improve. I've I've talked about this before where I want to have multiple reasons for why I do things. And yes, I wanted to get content out there. I wanted to speak into this space, but I also, also believe I'm a very terrible writer. And so doing something like blogging required me to either do better or just quit. And so I've, I'm a terrible writer as it is. I never thought that I'm actually a very good writer, but, but this whole process requires me to actually try to do better within my writing space. Absolutely. It's like when you read the old posts, I mean, Jeremy, you're with me on this one. I know for sure you read an old one. You're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's all off. It doesn't (laughs) flow well. Why in the world do I have a whole five paragraphs and that's it mm. it just hurts to look at it It hurts pains the there, eyes there's a, depending on the length um i use an app called hemingway <gasps> that's a good one mm-hmm. yeah I've heard I, it. I, I, I snagged it when it they were, i think they had a they had a sale or something and i was like i'm getting this um so when i'm using when i'm writing like super long form then uh, i i use I use Hemingway, which, and, and, and then the, the, one of the features I love about it is this, uh, it scores on readability. So it will tell you someone needs to be this grade to, to, to get it. Like you need this grade, for instance, grade 11 reading ability to read this. Uh, I find that super helpful. I'm so glad that you mentioned that blessing. I used to use Hemingway, um, before you know i don't know i don't know why i stopped it was a long time ago i guess uh but i that's a really cool tool i'm glad i'm glad you mentioned that one. and i'll be honest eric your writing style like is perfect for that and i don't know if it's because you're using that but you're like have a two sentence paragraph and it's like five word line and then a new line and then two words and then five words and then maybe a whole nother paragraph, but it's like, I've never seen writing style like that. And I was actually very envious of how you do that writing. And so Hemingway, I feel like promotes that kind of a mentality as opposed to like 
you just used 11 words in a sentence. You used 10 words in a sentence. You used eight words in a sentence. That all was really boring. Yeah, that may be why. Yeah, yeah that may be why I stepped away from it. Because I, 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 I firmly believe that you should write for the medium. Uh-huh. And, um, and I've written blog posts about this before. Blogging is not writing. Um, I think it was some post about something about one day I'd like to be a writer uh-huh. because I'm a blogger. And <laughs> those are not the same things. Yeah. <laughs> I think Hemingway does promote good writing through blogging even. Even, maybe even more so because you have even less attention. Like someone pays for a book or gets it from the library. They spent time to commit to that. Whereas a blog, you don't have that. I'm going to have to, that's, I'm glad you, you reminded me of that too. That's a good tool. Now, what about you? What about you, Jeremy? What's, what's a tool that, um, you, you've grown to not know to live without. And there's not nothing know. like having a last pass. <laughs> I, I don't know how I would live my life because I don't want to go back to easy, easy passwords and there's no way in the world I'm going to, I can barely remember a single password that I would share through everything. <laughs> the fact that I have all these different passwords and yes, it's fine. I mean, the plugin for my computer, my phone, it autofills all that. And that's great. But then I also mm-hmm. want to look up my bank account or uh, blog on church mag at my office or your software keys. I do that software, like, like WordPress keys, log, yeah, software. Yeah. 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 So yes. For me, that's a, that's a, tough thing because I wish I could remember all that, but I don't need to. And it is a couple extra steps and it's annoying to have to go to the website because I'm not using the application, um, but it's worth it. Jerry, you know what's more annoying? Forgetting your password or having a dumb password and having to do password recovery. That is a pain. Well, even worse is someone stealing all your information online because you had a stupid uh, password. Yeah. Or you go to a website and you're like, do I have an account here? Well, yeah, if yeah. you've used last start, last pass for a long while, you're like, oh, look at that. I have an account here. What do you know? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Last, oh. And if you share, if you, if you share stuff with your spouse, right? Um, now, some people view this differently. You can, you can uh, share them so that they see it or they don't like however you want to do it. But like bills, like I'm not different. Like I don't care. Like my wife has full access to my emails. I don't care. Some people are weird about that. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. When I say weird, yeah, I don't mean that they're weird. Mm-hmm. I mean it's different than me. Therefore, weird. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm weird, but nonetheless, it makes that sharing really easily. Especially yeah. like bank account. You, you and your spouse. And if one of you updates it, it updates LastPass so that it's always working. Um, I use that at the job that I have. We use it at Church Mag with some of our accounts. We have we use LastPass. So I'm right there with you, man. LastPass, um, and I resisted for a long time because I'm like, oh, that's up in the cloud. That's vulnerable. Uh, in the cloud, it's fine. It's fine. You'll be all right. So I'm with you on that one, for sure. Hmm. Um, I don't need. Here, here's well, maybe you should. No, are you using like the Apple Keychain? Yeah. 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 Apple Keychain. Um, another one I used to use a long time ago was pass a uh, one password. No. Not one password. Blog password vault vault. I forget what it's called. One pass. One password. I moved to LastPass because it was cloud, and um, I could I have it in. I, I don't know. It was cross platform. That's why I switched. Uh, um, okay. Can you use uh, Apple Keychain elsewhere? Blessing, like on a yes. Windows machine. Why would I use a Windows machine? Well, like I work at my office that has Windows. See, there you go. No, it's. 
Uh, Don't poke the bear. What office uses Windows? What real um, office? People. There's, so there's a thing here. In- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not. You know, it's very well. Plus, that is a very, very powerful argument that you have there. No, you don't need to explain it, Jeremy. He's totally trolling you. I get what you're saying. Well, let's not go over. Let's not use it. Go so over I think that it, if yeah. you can't access it, then that's like a huge thing for me. Of well, oh, see, Jeremy, I had one pass uh, the Windows version, and it would work interchangeably. Um, I just finally got over the the idea of having an app running on my computer, and like the idea of having it in a browser and on my phone. I just, I just needed to move it and have it on a cloud instead of using my personal Dropbox. It just was a lot, so much easier because it was all baked yeah, in. Jeremy, to come back to you, I, I think it's not anything that I've really thought about, you know, much in terms of. I mean, I've thought about it, but I've, but I've like haven't had the need to. Oh sure, uh, you know. But but I probably should think about about that, and that's the whole portability thing, you know. Well, just like Eric said, there was times where he didn't need to have a Mac, and so or Android was the best, or uh, Windows is the best. And now that there's that need, I think that the thing that's one thing that I that's one thing that I look for now in a product is is it cross platform, right? Mm. Um, because what I have learned in my experience of, and I I learned this when I was on the Mac as well. I found that products that were cross-platform had had better features, and I think it was because they were forced to deal with both operating systems, and they were able to really cherry-pick what they felt worked best, mm. no matter what OS you were on. Mm. And I found those solutions to be a lot better. Yeah. Um, so I, I started that habit a long time ago, and when I moved OSs, it served me well, because I had Apple Computer, Apple Phone, and then I had a Windows computer and an apple's phone and then i had a windows machine and then uh, an apple machine and then a android phone so like it's mixed and moved a lot and now i have these cross apps that then work no matter what platform i'm on well, and the scary thing is is blessing if you do switch to android you'll be unsecure for a while and if you're like me and i'm a terrible person for admitting this but it's true I don't like to set up a password manager. So I preached, hey, you should have a password manager. And then for a while, I didn't. Or I, I would use a password manager, but never update it, never change my password. But does that make you a terrible person? I don't think that makes you a par- terrible person. It, it makes me a hypocrite, at the very least. Okay, well, we're all that. Okay, Jeremy, come on, man. Okay, so I want to share another tool. Before I, I know you want to yeah. preach at no, no, him no. about yeah. his password management, and you're concerned you're about right, the, the... Come on. You're concerned about the internal, eternal state of his passwords. Gosh. Okay. Colonel <laughs> Soul is on the line. No, not really. <laughs> All right. What is okay. wrong with so me? So I'm going to share another thing that I uh, I was going to do last pass, but Jeremy stole it. I do you didn't steal it? Um, I like uh, on. I started this a long time ago. Back in the day, you could create. There was a wrapper for Mac that you could create multiple instances of Google Chrome. Um, and that was one killer thing that I missed when I moved over to Windows, but it wasn't. But a hop, skip, and a jump after moving to Windows, Chrome added the ability to add multiple users. Um, and this is what I do I have multiple browsers, okay? Instances. So when I click it on my shortcut, and this is Windows or Mac, I have my personal browser. I have a browser that is just my email. So when I open it up, it has four tabs that are tied to my four inboxes. So it essentially works as my email application. 
okay? And each tab is direct Gmail because I've toyed and played and had lots of fun with all the clients, but I've realized just leave Gmail in Gmail, deal with it in Gmail, the end. Um, and so that is my solution for that. I have a work browser. I have a, so, so I have a total of four browsers. Actually, I have four shortcuts. I actually have like five or six. Um, I have one that's dedicated to work, and everything in that browser is dedicated to work. And I have it tied to the email address. So if I work on another machine, I can sign in on a work browser there using my work email address. So all my tabs, all my extensions, all my bookmarks are all there. It remembers where I was. And then I have one. There's a uh, project management kind of app that we use for work. I have another browser even for that so that all my shortcuts are within the app. So it basically runs like an app for the web. Um, and then I have like a, uh, I have a church mag one for when I do snack pack, it's got all my shortcuts and everything in there. And then I have one for when I write articles for Envato, I have a bunch of stuff there. Um, and so I have dedicated browsers for all those things. It has my internet history, all that. And so it's like having web applications and it all started. What started it was I needed to look something up real quick online and I pulled up my browser and I had like five bazillion tabs that is a number, by the way, a real number, bazillion. I looked up a bazillion tabs, and I had to wait for them to load, and I'm like, this is stupid. I want to use my browser on the weekend, not feeding my face all this stuff that I've been working on. And so that's what started it all. So, yeah, that's what I do. I use the function within Google Chrome to create more Google Chrome browsers that are custom built designed whatever and i have LastPass on it as well uh jeremy so i can be in a different browser like i have multiple for work i have my work LastPass on those so it doesn't matter where i'm at i have access so yeah that's something that i would not want to live without anymore i don't think i think because i'm not mobile enough that i wouldn't do that that's just because that's me well i'm not really even mobile it's just that i've got multiple things that i'm trying to do and so i think that's why i do it and 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 web apps are a real thing right you feel like someone that's not necessarily super mobile would use something like that to the best of their ability if if you're like at the church office depending on depending on what you're doing like you might want to have just your personal browser that then is tied to your google account and google browser account that you have at home um and then you have your work one, right? And I've also found that by siloing that, it helps you stay focused as well. Because you're not going to be on your personal Facebook page. Because that's not your personal browser. Like, you don't even have that in the cache, right? Um, and when I'm doing stuff uh, on the personal, in my personal browser, I don't have to worry about it autofilling websites that I've had to deal with for my job popping up in the autocomplete. Like it keeps all that separate. And so I could see that even be helpful for, you know, a church office situation. Even that might be something uh, worth looking at. What, what, uh, do are we talking like, um, on computer or mobile apps? I just, um, the, the, my browsers, I just usually use on, on on desktop. I don't, I don't really do the mobile browsing thing. That one's assigned to my personal. I do my personal stuff in there. Um, if I had an iPad, maybe I would I would do that. But I like on my on my taskbar, I've got four shortcuts. They're all the Google Chrome, but I have I have um, the users assigned with icons. So based on the icon, I know exactly what it is. How do you do that? Um, if you open up your Chrome, um, you have it has your name like where you sign in at. 
Yes. And you can add a user. Ah. Uh, okay. That's how you do it. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and and the <laughs> uh, the one computer we have at home, the family uses it as well. Uh, so then I created a family one so that um, I didn't have so that when when the family's pulling up YouTube videos, it's not like in my subscription. <laughs> so then I'm getting suggestions of, you know, Dora the Explorer or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I feel a little awkward that your oldest is looking up Dora the Explorer, but don't I mean, judge, Jeremy, don't judge. I mean, yeah, I'm judging. Okay. But. <laughs> I also, I also on that browser installed LastPass so that no one has, no one has to bug, um, any of the adults around here, if they need to sign on to Netflix or something, dude, LastPass is the first thing I install every single time. We'll see if I'm signing on another browser because I'm I'm logged in under that browser username. It then Chrome will then automatically add all those extensions. Mm-hmm. So I only had to add it once, and then now wherever I go, there it is. I'm I'm such a minimalist that I intentionally try to avoid as much stuff as possible. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think I've got any apps that are just at the moment for me that are like mind blowing. Like, this is just amazing. Um, oh, like, I do have one. Uh huh. So, one of them, that, this is a personal thing as far as using it, but there is YouTube TV. And yeah. YouTube TV is a great app for people that want to do cord cutting. I know I had talked about it with Church Mag, but having kids like to watch sports and a wife that has completely different um, idea of what is good TV than me. And that's not me throwing shade. That's just a a more refined. T- um, um, I didn't say better or worse. I just said different. <laughs> and, and I think that, but because of all those things, and I think those are like the three big arguments for TV right now. Um, yeah. YouTube TV is so easy to do. Um, the only downside is with my mother or my grandmother-in-law is she doesn't have a Gmail account. And so if you don't have a Gmail account, you have to give your own username, password, and I'm not going to do that. Um, but if you are getting YouTube TV, you're probably already got a Gmail account. And, and honestly, you give them access to your YouTube TV through their Gmail account. You're not giving them a password. You're letting them do it. It's just like Netflix where you use that own situation, you have your own account. So you're just like you had said, Eric, you're um, not cross pollinating with TV shows and bad recommendations and everything. And so it's so easy to do. So my mother-in-law comes and babysits our children during the school year, whenever my wife's working and she just, we just gave her a quick access to YouTube TV and now she just pulls it up whenever she's babysitting our kids. And it's so easy. You can do it from any computer or any TV that you have Chromecast in. I'm curious about Chromecast. I need I need to look at that again someday. When we have better when we have better internet. And, when you better into this. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's like never any, Like I'm gonna get better internet. And people are like, yeah, yeah, right, Eric. You never got it. <laughs> it's coming. The wire's hanging out there on the pole. Stupid thing. Somewhere. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> If you'd like to join the fun, use the CMAG cast hashtag. Email us directly at podcast at churchmag or ask us a question that we might be able to answer on an upcoming podcast by visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. IGTV. Like what the crap?
What does that even mean? I, you know what? That's one thing I look forward to fast internet is the um, being able to watch your guys' stories all the time <laughs> and even make them. Because like, if we make a story at home, it yeah. won't upload. We have to like go to Walmart or someplace that has Wi-Fi. Like we go to Walmart and the kids are like got their phones out. They're like, we got to download the stuff. Got to download oh, yeah, the right. movie. They got to download the music. <laughs> Uh, update all <laughs> yeah it's it's the struggle's real struggle's real oh man so uh, we, i go i go to yeah. load a game <laughs> i'll go to load a game it's like a gig and a half i'm like well i'm not playing that today <laughs> you know not today uh, satan i lost my brother <laughs> lost my brother i'm like like did such and such get an update he's like i don't know i didn't notice it must be nice not <laughs> He's like, oh, by the way, Eric Wildlands has a 17 gigabyte update. 17 gigabyte update, man, that's gonna take me like two weeks. (laughs) Oh no, oh no. Says the man that works on the internet for a living. I know, right? There's nothing like working for a very nice premium uh, service provider of web services and being like, yeah, I have my video off because. my bandwidth is too bad. It's bizarre. Let me tell you. Struggle's real. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. (laughs) 